The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Every time you come over, there's pleasantries <laughs> with my wife, your yeah. friend Erica, and then you work your way down here, and we record and we do the EP podcast. We have a wonderful time, you and I, Hannah. Yes. And then you go upstairs, and that's when it's girl talk time. But this time, I come up the stairs, and all I hear is giggling. I hear, <laughs> ooh, he's cute. I hear, oh, he took you where? And you are gushing over your Valentine's Day, so we might as well get it out of the way. Oh, let's get it out of the way. You went out for Valentine's. First I of all, did. this is a dicey thing for a guy. It worked out well for me. I took my wife on our second date out on Valentine's Day. This was our second date. Okay. And with mine, when I showed up, well, she was in a town of like, you know, a couple hundred people. She had just gotten back in the town. She was very pretty. And there were all kinds of country folk that had come down from the hills to take their shot with Erica Prager. Of like course. that's what they Everybody were doing. Everybody wanted her. And I already had a set date. So when I showed up, there were there were guys standing out. One guy was whittling. I'm not kidding. He was actually mm-hmm. making something out of wood while he was waiting to call upon her. And I come walking up and I've got one yellow rose because I had heard that that was her favorite flower. Yeah. And as I walk up with my one yellow rose, she had just gotten flowers delivered. The flower guy was just walking away from the door with two dozen red roses from a former boyfriend. Wow. Yeah, trying to win her back. And I give her the one yellow rose. She shoes everybody else off the porch, dumps the two dozen roses from the ex in the garbage, puts the one yellow rose into the vase. That's awesome. Tells her aunt goodbye, because that's who she was staying with when she had just moved back in the town. Mm -hmm. And... From now on, I only have to buy her one yellow rose every year, which saves me a ton of money. It does and it's save romantic. you a lot of money. It's huge. It's, it's huge sentimental. for me. It means a lot. So what did this guy do? Did he go all out? Because my thing was, I don't want to go all out. I just started dating you. Yeah. I'm I'm cheap, though. It worked out for me. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did this guy do? Yeah, so uh, he's told me that we he made dinner reservations. Wasn't going to tell me where. It's going to let it be a surprise. So I like that. I thought that was fun. And, you know... He texts me when he pulled up. I said, I said, you know, give me like three minutes and I'll be downstairs. He goes, no, 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 I'll come up. I said, okay. So he came up. He had like the beautiful, sometimes, you know, there's a dozen roses. And it's like, okay, then there's beautiful red roses. These were beautiful red roses, nice and full and big. He had those. He got me a giant candle. He got me a card. And I'm like, wow. It's like for a second date. I was like, you know, this is pretty second time seeing him. I was like, this is pretty awesome. So I got all decked out. I wore a red dress. Of course you did. It's Valentine's Day. I wore my black strappy stiletto, stilettos. Um, had See, now I had a theory. Done. I always had a theory when I was younger and I was in a dating scene that this was a night where girls wanted it to be special so badly that you could pick up a girl a lot easier who was single on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Is that true or false? Because I mean, when that's I was a nice younger, touch. I mean, look, when I was younger, Valentine's Day when I was single was a great day. That was back when men used to talk to women and women used to talk to men. You didn't do everything on an app. Yeah. And you could go out and you could meet a single girl on Valentine's Day, especially if it fell on a weekend, because they were like, I didn't get a day for Valentine's Day. I'll take anyone. Like all of a sudden I became more attractive. I think the attractiveness of men goes up 20% on Valentine's Day just because of the desperation. 
Yeah, if you're, yeah, there's a lot of desperate, I mean, I, you know, it's just another date to me. I've never, but I've never really been but taken out. But you got out. all dressed up. You were I ready did, for because this. because I had a date, you know, it's not like, you know, I was going out there trying to find somebody just so I could have a date for Valentine's Day. You all know? right, you already had the date set up. And this is your second date. Did second we hear date. about the first date with this guy? This is an ice skating we went, guy, is no, it? No, 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 no. This is, okay. uh, we went bowling. Oh, you went bowling with and this And then guy. bowling went so good that we had dinner. We went and got dinner afterwards. How old is he? He's uh, my age. So you found somebody your age? Yes, I found someone my age. Now, you he's found not somebody your age who took you someplace nice on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, we ended up going to a Brazilian steakhouse uh, And did he, in within the, the first five minutes, say, are we ending up at my place or not? Never. Or, or, okay, so we, we, he was a gentleman as well. A very much a gentleman, at yes. At this point, the women of Evergreen Park are very excited. Okay, I am good. as well. Keep going. All right. So, no, it went really good. So, you know, dinner was at four. It's the earliest, res the only reservations he could get in the city, like that close to Valentine's Day. So we finished up dinner early and we ended up going, coming back down here and went to uh, Rock Island Public House. Uh, we're in Blue oh, Island. Blue Island. You like yeah, that place. It's a late night place. It is. It's, and Blue Island is a weird little town, but it's quirky. Yeah. And, and it is a fun little spot to yeah. head over to. So, yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, you know, they, they had Valentine's Day drink specials. So it's like, hey, let's go out there. So we went out there, had a few drinks. And then was home early, but, you know, he lives like an hour away, so right. it then made sense. And you shoot sense. him away. Shoot him away. He walked me to the door, gave me a kiss. Ooh, and wow. You're playing hard to get with this Then we're one. going to the auto Two. show this weekend. Auto show. Yeah. All right. How many dates until he gets uh, invited up? What's the, what's the rule? Uh, I don't know. You don't uh, know. You play it by may ear. Maybe after the auto show. Maybe after know. the auto show. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll have to see. All we'll have right. to see. All right. Well, hopefully he's a listener of the EP podcast so he can prepare. Yeah. <laughs> this episode of the EP Podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Uh, they have just raised the rate that they're paying out on their statement saving special. 4% interest you're getting on the statement saving special. That That's insane. 4%. I almost choked on my wine. <laughs> yeah. You know, when interest rates go up, you make more money when you keep your money inside of a bank. They've got CDs. They're at like four and a quarter, four and a half. It's time to get in there if you've got some money and put it into the bank. This is where you protect it at. Don't get too crazy. Go over to the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, a community bank. They invest in this community. They love it just like you do. If you get their total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide and a $300 bonus with qualifying activities. Free ATMs, Hannah, mean no matter where you're at, no matter what the fee is, they put the money back into your account. That's awesome. That's insane to me. Mm -hmm. I always come up with like the stupidest things. Like you're in Disney World. They know they got you. It's a $14 charge. They're like, yeah, no we, way. Put, we put it back in. Yeah, they You're do lying. That. $14? Well, I'm just coming up okay. with like crazy ideas <laughs> for say, I'm never going to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go there now. It's only for the rich. That's all it is. It's like, just for the rich. I won't even, I, like my, my littlest guy keeps asking, when are we going? I'm like, I, we can't. Ever since the pandemic, they've raised the prices so much. They've taken away the ability to like jump around the different parks. And, and I get a discount because I have a cast member who's a cousin. Yeah. Who like takes care of me, and it's still so far out of my range. That's I can't terrible. Even, can't even imagine going right now. I, I can't even imagine. One day, maybe he'll get a good job, and he could take himself to Disney World. Yes, like that's where we're at with that's the seven. Where we, that's where we are right now. The other now. two are the kids that will always sit around. And he'll be like, "I got to. You got to go to Disney, and I never got to go." But back to the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Uh, go check them out. BankEvergreenPark.com slash three hundred for that uh, that ATM three hundred dollar bonus special, or stop in and see them about all the 
great rates and things that they're giving right now in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. Rejoining us down here at the nine foot homemade Oak bar is the head coach of Evergreen Park High School's basketball team, Jim Sexton. How are you, Jim? Doing great. Thanks for having me again, Chris. The regular season's over. We're getting ready for the postseason. Absolutely. Yeah. We just uh, finished up the regular season last night. Uh, had a nice win over Providence. We actually hit uh, 16 three-pointers. We were able to get all the players into the game and, uh, I believe everybody scored or at least everybody played. Um, so it was a real good, real good showing out at Providence last night to finish the regular season. Um, and we're uh, ready to go for playoffs next, uh, start next Wednesday. Who are you guys facing? We play Brooks Academy, which is the old, uh, for a lot of Southside people that went to Mendel. It's the old Mendel, the old St. Martin See, I didn't know what on Brooks campus. was until yeah. you said that. And now yeah, I know so what Mendel is. That, that, camp, that campus, I believe, like 111th in Indiana. So not not too far, but uh, yeah, they're hosting the regional. We're the eight seed. They're the nine seed in a real tough sectional. So uh, we played them actually last year in the regional semifinal. We were the seven seed. They were the 10 seed. And we we hosted at Evergreen. And we actually, unfortunately, lost. So it'll be a, a rematch in the, the first round. Around, but they're a real, uh, real good program. So we've got uh, a week of prep to get ready. How much do you talk about what happened the year before? Because it's not going to be the exact same team. But I mean, there's got to be a little bit of we can't we can't lose this one again. Like in the in the mind of a player, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, unfortunately, we I guess we've we've learned and we've gained experience through the season. We don't have a lot of returning players from last year, but a lot of kids that were in the program, whether they were you know on the the JV team or maybe were uh, you know uh, on the bench on the varsity team. So you know we talked a little bit about it in the locker room last night after our Providence uh, final game. Uh, and yeah, definitely, there's you know there's some pride there, especially for the guys that were were involved and played a lot last uh, last year in the loss to Brooks. So you know, to definitely you know don't overdo it, but I mean, it definitely is in the back of everybody's mind. And yes, a little bit of experience playing them, the same coach, a lot of the same players from last year, so they do a lot of the same things offensively and defensively. So that kind of helps with prep. You got your hundredth win recently, right? It's your, as a high school basketball coach, so it's not just Evergreen. You were at Lawrence before, so it, it's it, it's the total sum since you started being a head coach, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So this is my sixth year. I was three years at St. Lawrence, my third year at Evergreen, obviously mixing that uh, kind of weird shortened COVID season. But yeah, yeah. So that's the overall 100 wins as a, as a varsity head coach. That's exciting. I mean, like, what do you do? You, you know, you get, they get you a cake at home. Like what, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Like what, how do you celebrate that? I think, I think the IHSA sends you a certificate or the Illinois basketball coaches association <laughs> gives you a certificate somewhere down the line, but that was nice in the, in the locker room. Um, it was actually our senior night. So I didn't really want to talk Talk about it, but obviously some of the players knew and were able to relay it behind my back to to our administration. So they had a nice little ceremony after the game, presented me with the game ball, and then uh, talked to a couple people outside on on the court after the game and got in the locker room. And the kids were all set with the with the water shower. They they couldn't go full Gatorade bucket, but uh, new thing is just the water bottles and uh, you know your. Uh, uh, water dumped on me. So it was a n- nice celebration. And that, that's all I need for now. That's all I ever see whenever I see like uh, stuff on a, an Instagram or a Twitter. When the, when the college basketball coach walks in, they they dump water. How often do you get stuff dumped on you? Is that, is that like all part of the process? Like you're like, well, this is how I bond with these young guys. I let them dump stuff on me. Yeah, that's I mean, I guess that's the best. I, the other thing I see a lot is coaches dance and I'm, I'm never going to dance. So if the kids <laughs> if the kids want to dump water on me after a big win, um, whether it be a playoff win or a big regular season win um or you know some type of milestone uh, and that's great well we have fun with it and yeah they love they love to post that stuff on instagram and any social media 
take record out of it. What did you feel about this year going into the playoffs? It, it, do you already feel it's successful? Is it unfinished business? What What are you feeling right now about the season? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say the season is successful unless you have a, a playoff run. Um, I think you know there's been a lot of positives. Uh, you know, we we ended the season 17 and 14. Uh, we had a lot of ups and downs. We were great at points. Uh, you know, we had some really big wins. We beat. We beat Oaklawn, who at the time was 15th in the uh, Sun-Times rankings. Um, thought we had a really good chance to uh, to get through the conference and win the conference after beating them early in the year. Uh, fortunately, we we're unable to do that. We ended up in second behind Oaklawn, uh, who has a really good program. Um, you know, so that was some gaining experience. We've got a freshman point guard. We've got a lot of juniors um, that didn't have a lot of returning experience. Uh, we only brought back a couple seniors, three seniors. So uh, I think we've gained a maturity and um, definitely experience to to make a nice little playoff run. Like I said, though, we, we play some tough teams. Brooks is really good. And if we were to um, hopefully beat Brooks, we would play Hillcrest, who's one of the top three A teams in the state every year. Um, and we had a real close game with them at home a couple weeks ago. Uh, where we were uh, actually tied early in the fourth quarter. They ended up kind of wearing us down at the end and won by eight. So at least our guys know that they can beat the number one seed and, and compete with them. So I think that's, uh, you know, still the main goal is to beat Brooks and, and uh, give Hillcrest the best chance to win a regional championship as we can. And another accomplishment in the Sexton house, your son plays on the team. And didn't he break just like like some point scoring thing or he reached a milestone in that? What was I reading about a week ago? Yeah, you know, Nolan, uh, my son, uh Ended up uh, breaking the thousand point barrier as a high school player uh, again, which what is year a, is he? He's a junior, so he's still got another year Correct. to continue to add to that point total. Yes. That's pretty impressive, right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he started as a freshman and a sophomore. Um, you know, and he's been pretty pretty steady as far as his points. Like I said, it's even probably more impressive that he's got the thousand with uh, only playing thirteen games his freshman year because of COVID. So. Uh, it's an impressive mark. I guess there's been some question if he's the all-time leading scorer. Um, tried to go back in the the archives, and unfortunately, we don't have the maybe the greatest records in the last <laughs> thirty to forty years. And I know we ran into the same thing back when I was at years and years ago, and I was at Rice. Um, sometimes those score books are stored away somewhere in a locker somewhere or somebody's basement. So, do you know your total points? I had my total points at Brother Rice. I had sixteen forty three. Okay, so he's nowhere so, near you yet. Yeah, he he would have to have remind a, him yeah, of that. Is no, that what you tell him? No, he, he's definitely <laughs> aiming for. It. I think he's now after that was a couple weeks ago that he got the thousandth. He's probably at about twelve hundred now. So he's got a pretty pretty good chance at beating that next year. So you know my mark and whoever there may have been previous to him at Evergreen, uh, if that's ever uncovered, I think he's still got a pretty good uh, chance at ending up with you know at least seventeen or eighteen hundred points. So that's pretty. Pretty uh, solid high school career. Sitting here with the head coach of the Evergreen Park Mustang basketball team, Jim Sexton. Big playoff game on Wednesday, hopefully kicking off a very long run in the postseason for Evergreen Park High School. A reminder to all of you out there listening to the EP podcast, when you've been injured, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. At the law offices of Parente and Norm, their team has the experience, dedication, proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. And the law offices of Parente and Norm have recovered over $400 million for their injured clients and their loved ones. EP Podcast listeners get a free case evaluation. Call or text them today, 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. Talking about you coaching your son, Nolan, what is that like? It, well, I mean, I did it when they were younger, right? Like, I mean, I think I, I coached some, coach some baseball, I coached some soccer, I coached some softball, you know, I, with my daughter. I know, I know that it's, there's, a, there's a thing there where it's like, it's your kid, 
You, you try not to be too hard on them. You can't be too soft on them. You have to treat everybody else equal when you're doing it. But I know that it's a kind of a different dynamic. Like I remember that there was a game where I had my daughter in a big game in a playoff game. And I walked up to her and I said something. She thought I was going to give words of wisdom. And I would, and I just looked at her and I'm like, just shut up and get a hit. I mean, like the only thing I, I only a, a dad could say that to their kid. You said that to another player, they might look at you like, what are you talking to me like that for? You can get away with it when it's your kid. What's that dynamic like? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a, um, I was actually talking to a reporter last night after our game and there's, uh, and he had asked me a similar question and, you know, there's a lot of positives, you know, I mean, to, to have those great moments, again, big wins, milestone uh, wins, uh, you know, point records, things like that, that are, are so fun to uh, to enjoy and uh, to, to have together. And another component of it is, Nolan grew up with all these guys, you know, pretty much every kid on the team, they grew up together. They went to grade school together. They played ball growing up together. So I've known a lot of these kids since they were little. And that that's an extra really added, uh, you know, part of enjoyment that I that I love to be able to watch these kids grow and then kind of have success, um, you know, at the high school level as well. But as far as him and me, you know, I mean, there's we're both two kind of stubborn uh intense individuals so yeah there are sometimes where we do butt heads um almost almost literally sometimes so <laughs> you know so there are some some kind of heated exchanges especially during games um you know and that's one of the kind of t- tough parts about it but you know after the game everything is is settled down or even during practice and sometimes i use it as a motivating mechanism for other players too because like you said you can't do that to other players and hopefully if they see me getting on him and certain you know he's kind of our leader he's been there like i said he started since a freshman if i get on him and as a motivational piece, I think it sometimes carries over to other kids, like you said, because you can't do that to the kids that aren't your own. Yeah. And the other thing is that you always hear about how coaches, kids become very coachable later on. Right. Like, I mean, that's like something you I remember following that, like even in college basketball, there'd be some guy in the NCAA tournament. And he'd be like, like the darling of that round. And the announcers are right away. were like, well, his dad coached him in high school. And they always say he's really coachable. Like there's something about like the coach's kid because of probably those extra conversations where he's really focused. And I mean, it kind of shows because look at the point total that he's put up. Yeah, sure. No, I mean, he, he's definitely a, a talented kid. But I mean, it's, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, it's been since he's little. He was going to to my games at St. Lawrence when I was coaching that. He would bring his friends. They would sit behind the bench. So, um, and then as obviously as a player, he's the first one to see a lot of the film. He's a lot of the you know kind of the I bounce ideas off him. Actually, we've got a really good group of kids, even though they're they're fairly young, that we can kind of bounce ideas off of. And it's not always the coaches just kind of dictating. Here's what we're gonna do. We've got a you know uh, a freshman point guard Lonnie Mosley um, who as a freshman really is a smart player and has a really high basketball IQ. So I'm able to bounce ideas off those guys and see what they're comfortable doing, you know? So it's not just coach says this. Sometimes, you know, there's certain situations where the coaches are going to have the final call and it is what it is, but um, it's nice to be able to work with the players and kind of see what they feel comfortable with offensively and defensively. And Nolan's a big part of that too. Awesome. Well, you got, uh, you got your first playoff game coming up on Wednesday. Uh, hopefully you're going to make a run. Uh, you, you said success is based upon how far of a run that you can make. So uh, clearly you're looking at, we got to win this game and I want to keep moving on after that. I mean, I, I'd hate to have you have to handicap what your chances are in this postseason tournament, but you must have looked at it. Do you, do you, what kind of chance do you think EP has to push far into this into this tournament? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be really front loaded because, like I said, Brooks is really good. Um, you know, we had to play a close game with them last year and I think uh, – 
that's definitely um, you know going to be tough, but I think it's a it's a very winnable game. Hillcrest, like I said, I think they're 24, 25, and three. They're traditionally one of the top three teams in the state. If if they're not this year, they're they're right up there. Uh, but like I said, we've proven that we can we could play with them. We played them January twenty seventh and and hung with them right to the end. So I mean, kind of a moral victory there, which we don't want to take another one of those. But uh, so I think yeah, it'd be def- definitely good to beat Brooks and uh, beating Hillcrest would be uh, you know would be on paper an upset. But I think we've definitely got the guys. If we can find that, like I said, we hit sixteen three pointers last night. If we can find our rhythm shooting and we've got three or four guys that can really hit threes and get the ball inside against Hillcrest, even though they've got a lot of size, I think we could uh, we could definitely do that. And yeah, I mean you know not to you know discount the, like I said the the things we've done during the season. We won seventeen games. We won seventeen games last year. Um, back-to-back 17-win seasons is is pretty successful, um, you know. But like I said, I've always seen it as winning the conference, which unfortunately came up a little short, and then making a playoff run. So conference is out of the question. So I think making the playoff run would really would be, uh, you know, put a mark on a on a successful season. Head coach Jim Sexton, he coaches your Evergreen Park High School Mustang basketball team, and uh, I guarantee you there are moments where he wishes he could just run out there and and throw up a few himself. He was a heck of a basketball (laughs) player when we were back in high school. I watched from the stands. He was the athlete. Uh, But uh, he got a good team there. Sounds exciting. Can't wait to see what happens. He got a young team, too. So whatever happens in the postseason, you're building on it. It's very exciting. Another really cool thing going on right here in the EP. Thanks a lot, Coach. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate it, buddy. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. You notice I'm drinking bourbon today. You are drinking bourbon, and that's, uh, yeah, it's been vodka lately, so what's... what's no, it hasn't. Has it been vodka? Have you been drinking vodka? I, well, Super well, Bowl, vodka, Super Bowl I was doing Red Bull vodka because yeah. I was tired. Okay, that's you know, why. Okay. On Sundays, I get a little worn out. Okay. I wanted to be awake for the game. Okay. And that's what I was doing. I just had a couple of those. I'm not really normally a vodka okay. drinker. I was just trying to pep myself up. Got it. Is what I was doing. Got okay? it. Okay. Kids don't be like Uncle Chris who puts vodka in all of his drinks. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you don't need to, to drink to have fun. Okay. But but I, uh, um, I'm i having a bourbon today. It's, it's a bourbon day. Today was windy outside. I was having a wonderful day. I got the kids off to school, I'm chilling out, having lunch, look outside at the pool with the cover and that bubble in the middle of the pool, the yeah. big giant pillow is gone. Oh, it's gone? And I can't figure out how that's possible because the cover's strapped down all around. So I go outside and I'm looking and the thing, somehow the wind got underneath the cover, pushed it all the way over to the corner. It came loose from how I had it attached Oh, in no. the center of the pool. And I've got to push it back into the center because that's what stops ice yeah. from ripping your liner apart. You have to have that thing sitting in the middle of your yes, pool. Yes, you do. So I'm like, okay. So I got a, I undid part of the side of the cover, got like a retractable pole that I have in the, in the, in the garage, pushed the thing out into the center, 
threw some weights down on the top of the cover that were like like some light things that are plastic right. just to kind of hold it there. Put some water on the top of it because I drained some of it off after everything that had been out there. And I got it secure. Okay. I'm feeling good about myself. I walk over to the garage. It's an older garage. I bought this. When I bought this house 17 years ago, the garage was falling apart. Mm-hmm. I've never done anything with the garage. I've gotten away with it for 17 years. Okay. I go to shut the garage door. The entire garage door comes right out of the ceiling of the garage. <gasps> oh, no. And collapses and almost kills me. Like the whole garage door just comes down. On oh, me. no. In the driveway. Like, Did I mean, the track I fall off? fell backwards, landed on my butt. Garage door lands like right above my legs. It hits something in the garage or it would have crushed my legs. Oh, whole my God. thing comes down, comes completely off the rack, except for like two little like things that were on the track just falls on me. The garage door in the middle of the day. My day is instantly gone to crap. My son comes walking up from school two minutes later, and he's like, what happened, Dad? I'm like screaming. I'm like, the garage door just fell, almost killed me and everything. It took me and him. And God, thank you, God, that this happened when I had a teenager who's who's kind of strong. Yeah. Who can help. Like, there was another able-bodied person that could help me because he helped me kind of get the rest of it off and then prop it up. And we basically sealed the garage because it was all wood. The door is so old, it's wood. And the garage is wood. So we, you know, we basically boarded up the big door with itself because it'll never work again. And now I have to go garage door shopping. Oh, no. And in the process of fixing it, the garage door fell on my head twice while I was trying to get this thing propped up. So, yes, it's It's been a a new door. Awful day. It's been an awful. I don't even know how to start with a garage door. So that's the bourbon. That's That's it. So it's bourbon day today. It's bourbon day. It's bourbon day today. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, like you deserve a bourbon. I mean, everything was going wonderful. I went over to the American Legion. You know, they they got that commercial at the beginning of the show. They're telling me about all the stuff that they've got going on. I, I got to sit right here. On the 11th of March, they're doing a St. Pat's party, $40 ticketed event, corned beef, entertainment, bands playing there. And it's five hours open bar for 40 bucks. Open bar? Yeah. Five hours of it. 630 what? to 1130 at night on the 11th. That's the night before the Southside Irish Parade. Wow. Like your weekend's set now. You go to the Legion on, on Kedzie Avenue. You go to the parade the next day. Your weekend's set. That's that amazing. Weekend. It's insane. I mean, I was, like, awesome. I was like, They were telling me this. I'm like, I don't know why I wouldn't. I'm, I'm coming. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be there. Their, their, their Queen of Hearts is over $30,000 right now over there. The Wednesday night drawings for it. I had a good good time over there. I'm hanging out. The Legion's becoming like a thing where I like going to because like I can I can get you can even get like craft beer and stuff there and imports and everything's like three bucks. It's like the greatest. It's the cheapest prices in town. Best it's a cool secret. bar. It's right. It's the best kept secret. Never green park. And I'm like having a good time. I'm driving along. I went and got lunch. I'm on my way home. And I'm like, this is the best day ever. And then a garage door fell on me twice. Three times. Oh, three no, times. That's right. Twice three in times. my head. Once on my legs. That's right. Yeah. Everything's going wonderful here. How's that bourbon? Oh, it's so tasty right now, Hannah. <laughs> it's so tasty. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They have a full taster bar, great CBD products, and they're located on the northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie, right next to the very soon-to-open Spoken Vine. Stop in and see them at 3148 West 95th Street or visit CoolCloudsVapor.com. 
this Saturday, the 25th of February, 9 a.m. at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street. The mayor is having coffee. You can have coffee with her. Sit down, have a cup, and talk to her about what's going on in the village. There's also a teen and adult job fair coming very soon to the village of Evergreen Park. It's going to be hosted by the Evergreen Park Public Library on the 5th of March. 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. at the library. That's at 9400 South Troy. People are always complaining they can't find something close to home. I'm looking at the list of places that are going to be at this job fair. Lots of local businesses looking for those ready to work. This Saturday and Sunday, the second annual Capuano Classic 4-on-4 Hockey Tournament is taking place. The guys behind it were down here on this show just a few weeks ago. You can check out their interview on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. If you missed it, maybe you should be subscribed. It's free. It sounds like it's going to be a blast, even if you're not playing in it. They get a lot of spectators out. They have an awful lot of fun. Go by and check out some great outdoor hockey this weekend in Evergreen Park. And District 124 is kicking off their kindergarten registration March 13th. Mark it on the calendar. Get details. Sign up d124.org. Last segment of the show brought to you by SidSauce.net. Peppers grown in Evergreen Park, those hot peppers made into hot sauces here in Evergreen Park, and then delivered to your door. These are the only hot sauces I use. There is a flavor for every type of food. They got a garlic one that's insane. They have a strawberry-based one that I can't get enough of on tacos. The mango habanero will melt your face. See everything they have to offer at SidSauce.net. So Southside Pod, another podcast here on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. EP Podcast, so popular, other suburbs wanted to get involved. So Southside Pod covers everything around Evergreen Park Mm -hmm. in the Southside. Also broadcast out of here. Bill and Mike sit down with me. That's more of a guy show. It is. It's a dude show. It's a show. fun show. It's a fun show, but it's, it's a, a fun it's a show. Dude. We tell jokes and we act like goofballs. Yeah. We, we go out. We do a lot of more restaurant reviews because there's more restaurants for me to hit. Right. Okay. And there's a lot of breweries and I'm into that and there's distilleries and things like that. So we, we probably go out more than this show, although I would like to get out more here in the spring and the summer again mm-hmm. with the EP podcast. But anyway, I told the guys about you being back on the EP podcast. They were very excited. Good. Okay. Good. And then uh, I told them about uh, the fact that you're on the dating scene. Oh, yeah. And this this aired last week on Southside Pod. I just want to know what your thoughts are on this. You should like, this. do like a dating game episode for her. I think it'd be Southside great. Southside dating game. I think she's totally into it. Bill should be the host for that, too, by the way. Bill should totally be. we get three eligible bachelors from different suburbs of, you know, during the Southside Pod. Eligible in quotes, by the way. You know, that would be great, too. No, it's going to be three married guys. Three married guys. Looking for a side piece. <laughs> looking for little, we, got, you know, we got three married guys for the Sunday looking for After something softball. on the DL <laughs> available on nights that he plays softball right. or goes to right. his bowling right. league. When he's on daily date, he tells his wife he's working it. <laughs> he can spend the night. This could be great. This could be some great. Yeah. And they're probably the dead by now because they got caught they in like murder. They got fake mustaches <laughs> on. <laughs> My name is Sean Claude. <laughs> got a very long pencil mustache. I think we should seriously think about doing this, though. I think it's a great a idea. Southside dating game. How about this? It could be a crossover between the shows. Absolutely, Let's find right. three Southside right. men, eligible bachelors, right. 
that would like to date. Hannah right. is a, I, I can't remember if it's 38 or 39. Find it's not Hannah 40 a banana. Right. Find Hannah a banana. Get, get the wet. So as you can tell, it's a bunch of guys. It's a banana. Screwing around. So, I mean, you, I want you to think about it, but this might be the crossover between the two I shows. think this could be fun. <laughs> I think this could be fun. <laughs> All right. So, all right. So, if you if you've never heard Southside Pod, subscribe to that as well, and we'll see if this materializes very soon. All right. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place! It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember, Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>